0: Hello and welcome to Versus WWE Versus. Hello and welcome to WWE Versus AEW. You're listening to Versus exclusive to Neutral Wrestling. What a week it's been, everyone. The first ever show, the first Wednesday Night War. It was AEW Dynamite Versus NXT and well. Oh, it's just been a fantastic week. Now, the headlines coming out of all these shows. I think we all know it by now. NXT lose the ratings battle to AEW. AEW hit 1.4 million viewers while NXT are on 891,000. So that is the key story coming out of this. We're going to be talking about the ratings. We're going to be talking about what effects this is going to have, how Vince McMahon is going to react to this. We're also going to be quickly running through the AEW show and the NXT show and giving you all the ratings, breakdowns, and the key news that you need to know from this week in WWE versus AEW. Yeah, so looking at the big news coming out of the actual shows from the wrestling side, not from necessarily the business side, and the big news is Rio she was crowned the first ever AEW's Women's Champion. We had Jack Hager, formerly Jack Swagger from WWE. He debuted for AEW in the main event. Um flip over to the NXT side and we had Finn Balor. Drop, well, can you even say dropping down anymore? Finn Balor is now in NXT full time. Um, And then the big thing on the show was probably the return of Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa returned at the end of NXT to confront Adam Cole after Cole had successfully retained his NXT title versus Matt Riddle in, well, a great match to open the show. So I think there's only one place that we can really start and that is the ratings. 1.4 1.4 million for NXT. Now, yesterday, I can't really remember a day like it. I've never clicked, well, not refresh, I've never searched ratings as much as my life on Twitter. Literally, for a good hour or two hours yesterday, I was checking for the ratings. We were getting updates from uh, Meltzer and Keller. They were, like, sort of saying what they thought, and then WWE delivered their statement, didn't they? They delivered their statement where they basically, they basically came out waving the flag, saying, "Look, we've lost, we've lost." It was well, I'm sure for AEW fans and WWE haters, it was a, it was a sight for pleasure, really, because WWE is not. I still, do you know what I mean? I really, I put a tweet up, and I, I'm not going to lie, I was shocked. I was shocked. It was just not like WWE. To come out and do something like this I mean I know it's a little bit different and um, but if you go back to the TNA days obviously AEW, well TNA I suppose have had a higher rating than AEW have ever had but if you go back to the TNA days WWE were notorious they were notorious for not mentioning these sort of things they would never mention impact do you know what I mean I think just didn't mention it and I'm gonna read the statement out for you the statement goes Congratulations to AEW on a successful premiere. The real winners of last night's head-to-head telecasts on NXT on USA and AEW on TNT are the fans who can expect the Wednesday nights to be a competitive and wild ride as this is a marathon, not a one-night sprint. I, I, I thought I could not believe what I was reading. This is a marathon not a one-night sprint. Now, right there in that, if you just dilute that statement, that is essentially WWE saying, this is a battle. We're coming here to take you out. You're stepping into our world, into our territory, and we're specifically putting this NXT show out as a reaction to get you out of the game. And for me, that summed up the whole evening. Do you know what I mean? NXT were just being reactive, They was reacting to things, do you know what I mean? They was doing their best to get... I mean, that statement is like saying, oh, it's only only one week, we're not bothered. But if you just look at some of the things that WWE did and NXT did to try and get more viewers, like little things, like having Matt Riddle and Adam Cole open the show. Now that was, like I say, that is reactive not proactive because Matt Riddle and Adam Cole opening that show without any commercials was purely done to get viewers. They probably thought, well, people are not going to tune into AEW. No, they're going to come over to NXT and watch this Matt Riddle-Adam Cole match. Do you know what I mean? Which essentially didn't happen. But that was purely opening the show to take viewers away from Dynamite. And that is not the way to do this. NXT need to go out there and deliver what they do best. And that is deliver a great wrestling product. They don't need to be going out there reacting and trying to get viewers. It's not 1999 anymore. It's 2019. If you go out there and deliver a killer product, the wrestling fans are going to watch it and I just thought that it affected the whole show because you had that amazing let's be honest. I'm not gonna be like biased against this. It was a great match. That Adam Cole Matt Riddle match was the best thing on any of the two shows. And it opened it and the problem was for the remaining hour and a half of the show, the rest of the matches just couldn't live up to it. They'd certainly su- not suck the life out of the crowd. But once you've seen you know what I mean you don't open a pay-per-view with your world title match unless you're Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 35, but you do not open a big show with your biggest match, it just doesn't work out, you do what AEW did, they started off with, do you know what I mean, some people, including myself, were thinking, why have they started with Sammy Guevara versus Cody Rolls, do you know what I mean, it's just a bit, of a bit of a random match to get going, but that match, it's set the tone it was a nice 10 to 12 minute match the crowd are going crazy for it you didn't need to have Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and Chris Jericho in your opening match do you know what I mean you set the pace for your show and I'm gonna hand it to AEW the fact that they didn't go out there as soon as they saw it's Matt Riddle and Adam Cole on the show they didn't react to that they'd already announced what they were doing months ago Cody versus Sammy Guevara they weren't bothered they were confident enough in their own products and their own fans that they were going to tune in and watch this and that is exactly what happened. And I think, do you know what I mean? I don't know, people might disagree, but I personally think the key to this Wednesday Night War is, as I've said before, be proactive, not reactive. So that's what I'm going to say on that. People might disagree, with that is I'm just giving my own opinion of this. Um, so as I say, we're, going back to the ratings, so 1.4 million to 891,000, we're looking at a difference of... Over half a million, a difference of half a million, which is it's a big difference. Now, I just thought this is something that I read earlier that I thought if people might miss on, so I thought I'll get this in the show because it's just quite interesting, really. I'm going to take it from the observer, but I'm just going to take this and read this out to you. So, basically, what happened is some of the matches, it's interesting on what matches retained and what matches lost viewers. So, so we got... Um, Pack versus Hangman Page lost AW 125,000 viewers. Do you know what I mean? That match lost 125,000 viewers. and we'll get into the match a little bit later on, but that's just an interesting fact. Maybe sums up the job they've done with Hangman Page. But the biggest headline from what I'm reading is this. So, as we've just been talking about, NXT were trying to do everything to get these ratings, right? And I, this stat here, I can't quite believe. So, after AEW finished, so after these, whatever, 1.4 million views, whatever, how many people were watching the NXT, the AEW main event, sorry, do you know how many of these people went from then turned AEW off when it had finished and put NXT on, out of these 1.4 million viewers, 139,000 viewers joined the NXT programming in the final 10 minutes, 139,000, so maybe the audience might just be different. Do you know what I mean? If if you look at it, that 139,000 that then went from AAW to NXT is pretty much the exact figure of viewers that NXT lost from last week's viewing. So really, you could say there's probably maybe, maybe I'm wrong with this, but this is what I'm getting out of it, that maybe 150,000 viewers are watching both shows do you know what i mean maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm way out but from reading that that's what i think i think i might bring this up to uh, if you check out the neutral wrestling podcast with myself danny and joe i think we might be talking about that a little bit more so make sure you look out for that so yeah um other headlines now how is vince mcmahon going to react how is he going to react to this now I've seen a lot of people going back two months or whatever when this got announced that NXT were going to be going head-to-head with AEW. seen all these NXT fans who are like, look, it's going to stay the same, Triple H, it's going to stay the same. Do you know what I mean? It, it's not. If you think that, I, I just question what, how much wrestling you've watched and how much in particular of WWE you've watched over the years. Vince McMahon is not going to lie down and just take this. He's not going to take his big monopoly on the wrestling world losing to a new up and coming starting promotion he's not going to do it yeah might not be next week but in the upcoming weeks he's going to change things and i think the first thing he's going to change is the arena Vince McMahon is all about image and he's going to be watching his show and be thinking what is this what is this 300 people 400 people going crazy in a warehouse whatever it is a university Whatever it is and Vince McMahon is not gonna like that and you've already seen this people are saying NXT is gonna stay the same It's not it's a third brand. It's not even a third brand now It's probably the second brand SmackDown's the most important and for me NXT is more important than Raw to Vince right now It really is and um, So yeah, you've already seen Finn Balor drop down, which I say we can't really say anymore. But I think you're going to see people, I think you're going to see a Roman Reigns appearing on NXT now and again. I think you might have a Daniel Bryan coming down to see what it's all about. You might even have a Kevin Owens losing the Loser Leaves Town Ladder match on SmackDown. Changes are happening to NXT. Now don't get me wrong, if they'd have won this rating, I'm pretty sure not much would have changed. But however now... Nah, changes are gonna happen. I'm afraid that is just what Vince McMahon is. <laughs> if you studied Vince McMahon, you know that this is going to happen. So, yeah, that is basically what I think the effect is. Now, I think I've given you the business effect for 10 minutes. I think it's nice. Like, that's the fun bit. We've had the boring uh, num- numbers game, if that's what you think it's boring, out of the way with. Let's talk about the shows. I think we'll start with, do you know what I mean? I've had a bit, not a rant, but I've just basically tried to drill home what I think is going on. So, let's talk about the AEW show now. We're going to be talking about this more on the Neutral Wrestling Podcast, but this is basically the WWE versus AEW podcast versus... So, AEW now the show, I'm going to be honest. I was... The commitment it took for me. So, I travelled about about a 400 mile, no, about 300 mile round trip on Tuesday night to watch my local football team. Went to work the next day, and um, spent some time with my child at night. And then I had to stay up until 3 a.m. to watch this, to watch this AEW show. So I was a little tired, um, but I ploughed through it. And well, it was it was a memorable night. In my nights being a wrestling fan, this was memorable. It felt big, and well, the show, the AEW show. Cody, Sammy Guevara opens the show. As I said, it was a hot match. A mem- memorable opening. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't your five-star classic, but that was memorable. The crowd were amazing. I can remember everything about that match, and it was great. Um, we then had it built up Cody Jericho. Jericho came out. and Now, one of the key things that I noticed about this, um, I watched on Fight TV. Um, and on Fight TV, it's brilliant. It's It cost me, I think it's $4.99. So it was, what, four quid, four pound um, to UK viewers and I got to watch everything there was no commercials um so you know like when UFC have commercials it'll just pan out and show the building I had that in between the segments. And when the matches are going on, I get to see all the action on the screen. Um, When you went, I think, I believe the television audience, they went to an advert when Jericho attacked Cody, whereas I got to see it live on the big screen where he squashes that sausage that someone threw in the ring. Um, He's then beating on Cody. So we got to see all that great stuff. It was great being able to, like, just see it. Do you know what I mean? It was nice not having that advert and that, that played into a match later on in the show, um, which we'll talk about. But I'm gonna do it in order. We then had MJF defeating I said I'm just gonna I know this is like the first episode talking about the two shows, but this show is purely to just give a half an hour, whatever, twenty-five minute overview of the week. So I'm not gonna go through with oh, MJF hit his submission on Brandon Cutler. Brandon Cutler did a Dive over the top rope. Blah, blah, blah. That's that's not what I'm going to do on this. It's just strictly running through the stuff. So MJF defeated Brandon Cutler. Um, I thought Brandon Cutler looked a bit nervous, but I think he had every... every, Do you know what I mean? You can't blame him for looking nervous. Um, We then had a nice interaction with the cast of Jay and Silent Bob which is the latest film that Chris Jericho's in. They had a bit of a back and forth with Angelico and Jack Evans, and this was something, do you know what I mean? It took away from the wrestling in the ring. It gave us a break, which is what television should be about. Um, We then had an SCU promo outside the White House, um, which was fine. Um, And then a pull apart between SCU and the Lucha Brothers, which is, I'm going to presume, a match that we're going to see at full gear in six weeks' time. Um, a positive about the show. I'm just gonna give what I think. I thought they played a couple of videos about Full Gear, the next pay per view, which is all as important. When I used to watch Raw back in the day, they'd always be showing adverts of their next shows. Not one thing. I know I've been a very positive on AEW. I was kind of hoping the pay per views they had. Like I feel I've seen a lot of people saying, "Oh, it's a completely different setup for the arena." Is it? Do you know what I mean? Is it really? We've got the Do you know what I mean? We've got the HD screen. Ah, To me, that just looks like you could easily watch just for five seconds, look at the building, and think, "Oh, this is just another brand of WWE." There's the massive ring in the middle. Obviously, there's always going to be a ring in the middle. But do you know what I mean? The building, I thought, just looks didn't look too different. Like I didn't like the fact they'd taken away the AEW logo. I'm a bit funny with stuff like this. I didn't like the fact they took the AEW logo off the canvas. Um, I just wanted a little bit more. I know they've got, like, sort of the TNA entrances with the tunnels, but I just felt like even the camera work, very similar to WWE. I was just hoping, like, a little... Do you know what I mean? Just something a little bit different. Um, And I felt it was very similar. The only thing that I will say that stood out was the rainbow colourings all across the sponsor boards, which I did like. Um, But, as I say, the Nitro set is much more memorable than this AEW set. The dynamite set, maybe that'll change over time as we watch more of the shows. But just a little. I don't want people to think I'm all pro AEW. There was a few negatives for me on that. So back to the show, and we had Pack This is Hangman, which was <sighs> I I put a poll up on Twitter and people were saying that. This, for them, was the match of the night on Dynamite. For me, it was the lowest of all the matches except the MJF match, but I was a little bit bored at this point. It's 2 in the morning, and I did something I'm about to do now, which is have a sip of my coffee. Excuse me. Hard work doing a show. Anyone who does these shows on their own, give them a bit of respect. To some podcasters that do shows on their own. There's one in mind that I'm thinking of. He literally just shouts and rants for an hour and a half, and he's great at what he does. But that guy deserves every respect because this is not easy on your own. But yeah, um so yeah, so the Pack Hangman match—it it was fine, but it was boring in parts for me. Pack gets the clean win in this one. Now next, it probably—it wasn't the best match you're ever gonna see but it was my favourite match of the night. Rio versus Nyla Rose. I'd gone from getting tired to watching this match, and I was on the edge of my seat, willing Rio on to win, willing the babyface to beat the heel. The It was like the big woman, little woman match, as we previewed. It would be last week, and I'm all for those matches. It was sloppy in parts, but overall, it was a rollercoaster ride. and There were some great spots in the match. The spot where... Um, uh, Names that where Rio sort of like tries to double stomp on Nyla, and Nyla just throws her body up in the air, and um, Rio goes flying. That was that was great stuff, great stuff. So great match. I love the fact predicting this, I'd have gone with Nyla Rose to win. It was just probably what WWE would have done they'd have had Nyla Rose win. But no, the babyface goes over clean, and we get what we want—a happy moment on this first ever edition of Dynamite. There you go. Rio is your first ever AEW's Women's Champion, and I thought it was a great match. Great match. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't the technical, it wasn't your Okada Ibushi style, Okada Naito style match, even Okada Omega style match. But I loved it. I did. I loved this match. Congratulations to both. One of my favourite matches. Second favourite match of the night behind Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole. Now, on to the main event. The Elite versus Jericho in LAX. Now last week on the show, I was talking about how they were billing it as two mystery opponents. Yep, this was being billed as two mystery opponents. Who could it be? We was all thinking, who are the mystery opponents gonna be? And then two days ago they announced it was LAX. Now, LAX debuted six weeks ago or whatever it was at all out. Why? Why did they not just announce LAX for the match straight away? that was a bit of an anticlimax. For me, I don't know why they did it. Were they trying to get another tag team to sign with the company and that fell through? Who knows? Maybe we'll know later. It just seemed a little bit strange that they waited so long to announce who the partners was. Now, as for the match, um, just as it was about to get going, I'll tell you one thing that I forgot to speak about, which I wanted to touch on. Kenny Omega. That was something I didn't like. Kenny Omega. The first time we see Kenny Omega on AEW television. The first time this, let's be honest... He was a sought-after talent. The first time he was seen on this show was randomly coming to the ring to help to help out in the women's match. Not a good way to debut Omega. That's the one criticism you can give to AEW. I'm not sure I'm all in, excuse the pun, with how they have tre Omega to this point. Um, but yeah, back to the match. It was The Elite and Omega versus Jericho and LAX. Moxley comes and he attacks Kenny Omega. Now, a great point of this, which I think Taz alluded to on his podcast, Um, I listened to the clip last night, he said, JR, this is people who say, oh, JR's lost it. Don't talk nonsense. JR was brilliant on the show. He twice did this. When someone came to the ring, he didn't scream behind, oh, look who it is, no, he waited, he waited until we could see that Moxley was behind before he'd even mentioned it, he let the segment breathe, he let it breathe and we just heard the crowd roaring and that got me thinking, who is it, who is it, instead of a commentator screaming down us, a bit like I'm doing now, Who is? it is, so that was nice, um, Moxley and Omega then have a brawl, um, Moxley puts Omega through the glass table, that is sort of just building towards their feud, People are asking, including myself, why this wasn't a DQ, but, I don't know, it should have been a DQ, there's no getting away from it, it should have been a DQ, um, but nonetheless we go to the commercial breaks, now I know I watch this live obviously, because I don't get commercial breaks on Fight TV, every credit to them, um, Nick Jackson, I just want to touch on Nick Jackson, this guy, you know, I know that young book, one of the best tag team in the world. I think at some point in these next three, four years, we're going to see a Nick Jackson singles puss. He's amazing. I'm not saying that Matt Jackson isn't, but Nick Jackson, I've always thought this, there's something about the guy. I really think he could be a top singles star later down the road um, in AEW. I think the guy is just fantastic. His comeback in this match was great. Um, We get the heels with a victory in the end as Jericho hits his um, Judas Effect elbow on both of the Jackson brothers, um, which was great. That move is now over. How Jericho has got it over, I do not know. But it's over. Um, and then we get Jack Hager, who debuts. Um, and it looks like we've got a heel faction in AEW Dynamite. A heel faction. We And it, people are saying, oh, why are they together? Do you know what I mean? They don't all have to be, I don't know, the same religion, the same colour, the same beliefs, do you know what I mean? To be a faction. You you've you've got the tag team. You've got the cruiserweight in Sammy Guevara The tag team in LAX. The main event are in Chris Jericho. The Heavy in Jack Hager. Great what's up? A great faction. Someone that can feud with the Elite and Cody later down the road. Um so yeah I thought I thought this was a very, very good television a very, very good wrestling television show. a Few things that I didn't like. But it's week one. It's week one. It' great stuff. People, we were talking about Jack Hager. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not believing this. Oh, I, sorry, Martin, if you're listening. But oh, Jack Swagger, what's he doing there? They need more than that. Why are they getting Jack Swagger in? Jack Hager, yeah, has established himself to a different audience now. He's legitimised himself in Bellator. Do you know what I mean? I know, like people might say, oh, I don't watch MMA. The mainstream does. The mainstream watch Bellator. Do you know what I mean? The mainstream watch UFC. So they're going to... More people... People might switch that on. Bellator fans might switch that on. Like, oh, Jack Hager's on this show. We'll give it a go. So it's not necessarily all about us, the pro wrestling audience. And Jack Hager, as Jericho's heavy, I think is going to play out great. So you wait and see. I think it's going to work. So yeah, that is your AEW. That is what I thought of AEW. As I said, a very good show. Um, and now we're going to talk about N X T so N X T now going from this I'm going to be honest I watched this the next day I was tweeting live I think you might have seen the neutral wrestling feed tweeting live for AEW, but I was just tweeting I wasn't reading um, comments on my main wall i was just wall wall it's not facebook no um i was just reading comments that people were replying to my tweets with which i'll read out a couple at the end of the show but yes yeah, so at nxt um I don't know where so i would really trying not to like offend any people here because i don't want to seem like I'm going in on NXT, but it felt, I'm going to be brutally honest, it felt small scale, obviously it's going to because it's at full sale, don't think that this is going to last forever at full sale, I think by the start of 2020, you're going to see, I think you're going to see NXT on the road, and I don't think anyone can complain at that, the only thing is, uh, it's WWE in it, but the only thing is going to say, Triple H is out there giving it all to full sale, and mm, Not really sure if that's the way, but let's start with a positive. Now, I didn't, I've already said this, didn't like the positioning of it on the show. But Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole, these guys are fantastic. Great match. The crowd, I've just said that it seemed small scale, but the crowd were excellent in this match. There was, this was a memorable match, like I said. They were going crazy. It should have main evented, it should have main evented, but. If you just take it for a match, this is a match that I'll watch back. It's a match that I'll remember. Um, Matt Riddle is a superstar. Well, he's not at the moment, but he is going to be a superstar. This guy is going to be... I think he's going to be in big matches at WrestleMania, as long as Vince do not get hold of him and put some boots on him. Matt Riddle is just... Uh, I think he'd possibly even be better in AEW, but as your top guy, hopefully he gets to become a top guy in WWE. But he's so good, his charisma. I've, I don't think anyone like him has come along in WWE for years. For years, I think he's that good, and his match with Adam Cole here, just great stuff. It was just, ugh, it was fantastic. Some of the back and forths were just incredible. Can't do it justice. Go out and watch. You've all seen this match. Brilliant, brilliant wrestling. This is what I love. This was sort of a PWG style of match, but it was great. Um, for me, I don't think Riddle should be losing, but he did. He did. That was why the cast was there, and then it set up the Finn Balor return. Now I was a bit down on this. I can see why they're doing it, but all you people was promised that NXT had stay the same, and we had Finn Balor coming out, a failed guy on the main—not failed, but you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. He wasn't as high as we'd hoped on the main roster, coming out and taking the shine off Matt Riddle. Yeah, so Finn Balor's coming out. And it's just, do you know what I mean? It's not that you could, people are going to have to accept it is not the NXT you once knew and loved anymore. This is a serious brand of WWE, and Vince McMahon's fingers are going to be all over it in six months if they carry on losing. But hey, that's my opinion. Um, so yeah, Finn Balor returns. Um, that was one of the opening moments of the show, and then this is where for me I'm gonna. I don't want to be negative, but. I just felt like I love wrestling, don't get me wrong, I love wrestling, but I think it was just match, after match, after match, after match, obviously we had the Velveteen Dream promo, but I just felt like I'd watch a match, yeah, I've got Mauro Ronello screaming at me, the crowd are going crazy, I felt, honestly, I felt like I'd been in a car crash after this, I had the Ibuprofen out, the Paracetamons, with some water, because it was just like, I know people love Mauro, yeah? Got a great story, the guy has. He has got a great story. But sometimes I'd just like someone to talk me through the story. Just talk. Do you know what I mean? Just talk. You don't need to scream. If I was watching a football match and a commentator was screaming for every goal, do you know what I mean? You don't need that necessarily all the time. So I think he just needs to calm it down a little bit. I don't want to um, offend all these Mauro Ranallo marks out there. But for me, it puts me off the show a bit. I'm going to be honest. But... Nigel McGuinness is great, but yeah. So it was just match after match after match. There was nothing sort of breaking it up for me. I don't know. I think from the first three weeks of NXT, I think, and I think they will do this. They're gonna have to start with more more promo segments. They need something to break it. You can't just go out there and have four matches pretty much the same. Do you know what I mean? Shirai versus Jim Gargano versus Thorne, Dunn versus Bir- Dunn versus Birch. Sorry, they're all fine. They're all decent to good matches. All around the three-star range. Yeah? But it's just back to back. I need something to break this up. Um. So yeah, that was it. One thing I did like, do like the way they're going with Dunn and Damian Priest. Nearly said Punishment Martinez. Uh, Damien Priest is great. and Pete Dunn is great. So yeah, I think they'll have a nice little feud, hopefully. Hopefully oh, it's not just a series of matches. Let's have a bit of a feud going on, a story. Um. So yeah, we had. Now one thing, another thing that surprised me is. On the first episode of NXT, we had the big title change. We had Velveteen Dream winning the title off Roderick Strong. And it really surprised me that they didn't do it this time. Do you know what I mean? There was no title changes. Um, we had Adam Cole retaining. We had Shayna Baszler retaining. And we had, in the main event, the Street Profits losing to Undisputed Era who retained. So... It was a bit surprising for me that everyone retained all their titles. There was nothing really. Obviously, it was all about the Tommaso Champa moment, but aside from that, this show was just a lot of wrestling. Yeah, there was a lot of wrestling, not much promo talk really for me. I think in a television show, you do need that involved, but there wasn't. It didn't really have that for me. But there's the wrestling. It's NXT. The wrestling was really good. This was really good. It was a really good show. Do you know what I mean? I'm, don't make me think I'm shitting on the show, but I'm not. Excuse the language. Um, do you know what I mean? As I say, it was a very good show, but I think to get some more mainstream viewers, you need a little bit more than great... I I love great wrestling in warehouses. I go and watch indie wrestling all over the UK, but I think th- I'm trying to put my mainstream hat on here, and I don't think you can realistically do that on a mainstream television program. So I think they are going to have to change that, whether most of us like it or not. So yeah, too much wrestling for the mainstream, but overall, it was great two hours of wrestling. I'd like more to calm it down a bit, but apart from that, it, it was a really, really good show. A great night for wrestling. We had two very, very good wrestling shows. So yeah, that was NXT. That was NXT. Now, I'm just going to talk about next week. Next week, they didn't really, didn't really, do you know what I mean? Tell us what was happening next week. Um, they didn't tell us what was happening next week. Um, So next week on NXT, we've got Walter versus Kushida. AEW next week. we Jericho's gonna come out and talk about his new crew. We've got the tag team tournament beginning with the Young Bucks versus Private Party and John Moxley versus Sean Spears. Now, for me, AEW at the end of their shows should be putting graphics up, advertising the Moxley Spears match, the Bucks Private Party match. We need JR telling us to make sure to tune in next week. Not sure if he did that or not, maybe he did. But yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think next week that is what needs to happen for AEW and even NXT because I'm not going to lie, I had to research what was coming next week. So, now I think we've talked about everything. I think we've got, obviously I did want to talk about how AEW can retain viewers, but what's a good rating for AEW next week? Let's not be stupid. It's not going to be 1.4 million, I don't think. I'd be shocked if it was. I think if you can get anything above 1.2, 1.1 1.2 1.1 million viewers next week that's great i think if you're nxt you need to be looking to try and get to that million mark consistently i think the key for these two tv shows is get to the million mark consistently each week but the rating i think we'll know more in a few weeks so there's no point in do you know AEW fans don't be celebrating because wwe will come right back at you with this as, as, as they said you might have won the first goal, but you've not won the war. Whatever they said, but yeah. And um, so next week's rating is going to be more intriguing than this week's rating. And um, so yeah. So the only thing we've got to talk about is the show of the week and the match of the week awards. So the match of the week, Matt Riddle. Versus Adam Cole great match. I went four and a quarter stars on this well done to those two Matt Riddle Adam Cole was your best match on either NXT or AEW Dynamite from the first week now The winner of the week now this is based on the show. I've got the rating into it I've got the improvement because there was a big improvement from AEW from some of their pay-per-view shows so Without further ado the winner of the week for the first night of the Wednesday Night Wars goes to AEW. I don't think it could have been any other way. I think it, it was overall, I do think it was the better wrestling television show. And um, NXT might have had the better wrestling. But AEW won the rating, improved from the pay-per-views, gave a lot of wrestling fans a more positive opinion of them. And it was just a win all round. So at the moment, it's AEW one, NXT nil. Um, so yeah, that's it. AEW, win the week. Just going to finish with a few of your comments from the show. Um, so we've, we had Joe, Joe Mills. He described the show as, Explicitive, brilliant, loved it. Right balance of matches and skits. Proper TV, great start. Talking about the AEW show. Um, Dark Onyx E described the AW show overall show was fantastic but the ending was a little messy I can see I can see that opinion I personally liked it but hey bowl of gravy proper English name there they proved tonight that they are to be taken seriously old school finishes were nice it was also appreciated to not have 20 minutes of talking and 10 minutes of wrestling I'll be tuning in next week Jason he wasn't overly impressed. Sorry to hear that Jason, he didn't like the hangman pack, oh no he did like the hangman pack match and the women's match and the thing he liked most was all the wrestling and no in-ring promos. Well Jason, you should have watched NXT because that is basically what that show was. Um, so yes, yeah, so we'll finish with the polls actually. So I looked for your overall thoughts on AEW Dynamite with the choices being winner, split or loser. 6% of you said this show was a loser, 17% said split, and 77% said this show was a winner. Now, let's go across the board to NXT. So, we had 77% of you saying the AEW show was a winner, and only 49% of you thought the NXT show was a winner, with 33 saying split and 18% saying loser so I think that justifies our award for AEW winning the week um, as I say expect expect WWE to come firing back next week we'll see how it all goes and um, I hope you enjoy the show it's gone a little bit longer we're basically with a show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just trying to get like a bit of a routine going. Um, it was all a bit up in the air this week. That'll get better as the weeks go on, just like the wrestling shows hopefully will. Um, get more of a structure to the show. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope I've given you some decent information. Um, so, yes, yeah, subscribe to us on YouTube, Neutral Wrestling. Follow us on Twitter, at Res. Um, Subscribe to us on Podbean. We're on Podbean, WWE versus AEW on Podbean, Apple and Spotify. We're also on Neutral Wrestling's feed as well. Find us on Twitter, WWE versus AEW. Simple to find. We're here for the long stay. I hope you are too. I am Daniel, and I hope you've enjoyed the show. And we will see you next week on versus, as it's WWE versus AEW. Thanks for listening. It is very much appreciated.